Yer. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? This is Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. The New York Knicks. Here's David Stern with the announcement. pick, select Patrick Ewing. Bernard looking for 50. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, it is good, and he's fouled, it counts, and he is fouled. All right, drives down, and this time finishes with authority. Year, what is going on, Nick's Anonymous family? Welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous. Woo! Yes, sir. Episode what? Twenty six for the twenty six times. We back in your ears, we baby. Back in your ears. Back in your living room. And I'm going to say something I haven't said in a long time. What's up? Hello, Nick fans and everybody else in the world. Ooh, that's a throwback, throw blizzy. Shout out to our loyal, shout out to our anonymous fans who have been there since like what was that episode like five, like somewhere in that in that mix. Yeah, stop saying that around that time. Around man. that time, man. That's a throwback, man. We've been around for twenty six weeks. Yeah, the grind does not stop. Does not, and nor will it ever stop. No, because sir. at the end of the day, we are the people's voice. And as long as there's people, there's Nick's Anonymous. Yes, sir. We play no games like God of Security. <laughs> yo. Oh, man. Yo, that's, yo, you got, oh, I wish I had like a drum. Yeah, I know. We got it. That's a sound effect we go add <laughs> for moments like that. Because so that, just, just, that it, just hit me. I'll yeah, I'll just give it to you. Yeah. But um, <laughs> speaking of Patrick Ewing, we're going to get into that. But before we get into that, I want to congratulate Patrick Ewing. He actually, yeah, yeah, give him the clap. Give him the clap. Hell yeah. Congratulations to Patrick Ewing to leaving, leading the Georgetown Hoyas to the Big East Championship. Yes, and, and sir. And that was an ups, those, that was an upset win. The Hoyas wasn't expected to do that. Yes, sir. So they and they, 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 they killed them, right? It was like a fucking yes, like a blowout, bro, right? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm a big Hoyas fan, so I will be watching the tournament this year. I'm going to be paying close attention. Copy. Wait, before we even start the show, man, I want to de- each episode, I want to dedicate the first few minutes to the fans, man. The shout out. We got to give the shout out to the Knicks Anonymous family because at the end of the day, we will not be nothing without the people. Yes, sir. And since you bring that up, follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes, sir. At Knicks Anonymous, everything. Um, you will find us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. We expanding. We traveling. We out here. We doing it. Shout out to you guys, man. We love you guys. We love the support. Um, we're actually getting a lot more traction on our Instagram in our comments. Yeah, man, I so, like that. Yeah, I'm loving that. I love, I love to talk. I love to talk. Even it's, even if it, even if you're against us, man. I like, you know, we wel- we welcome debate, man. We welcome everything. Just, just be respectable. That's yeah, all. respect is everything. Do not come with that disrespect, because we, we will not hold back. Yeah, no, we don't like, we don't like trolls neither. Unless it's funny. If you're trolling, then it's funny, cool. But if you're trolling just to troll and be disrespectful, we not with it. Yeah, we won't report you. We'll just clap back. Yeah, we we clap back, but we don't we we we, we won't report you. We're not ops. Yeah. <clears throat> <Six, nine. laughs> 
But um, yeah, let's let's get this show going, man. All right, and we're gonna start it off like we have been starting it off in recent weeks with light it or clip that. Yes, and sir. For those who don't know, yes, sir. Light it or clip that is a question segment where we answer light it for yes, clip that for no, and there's other answers in between, and you'll see as we move on. Woo! Can we get started. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Um, yes. My bad. Wait, before we even start, do um, should we just give like a shout out to like the All Star? Cause like we didn't really talk about the All Star game last episode. We kind of like yeah, cause we were live. Yeah, yeah. We were live about it. We we, we all know. I guess everybody agrees Obi Toppin got robbed in the dunk contest. I, I believe Obi Toppin did indeed get robbed. If you don't know what live we're talking about, the live is in our Instagram. Um, you can go check it out. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm just just to give a summary. We gave our opinions on the. The whole the entire All Star game, how he felt about Obi Toppin getting robbed, um, how he felt about Julius Randle. We feel like he didn't get enough minutes, but I guess you got to earn those minutes, you know, because you know you have a guy, you have guys around him that have been around in the, in, you know, in the All Star game for quite some time. Not true, true. We got to earn. He got to. So earn. I feel you got to earn it. The, the fact that you got named is an honor. I'll say that. I did. So, yeah. The to, fact. I guess you got to earn your place to get them All Star double doubles. You yes, know sir. I mean? Yes, sir. And, and he will get it eventually. I see that. He got a nice road. little dunk. He got a sweet dunk. Got, he, he, had a, he had a nice pass, I think, right? Yeah, he threw a oop. I forgot to who, but he threw a oop to somebody. Yes, sir. Um, and you got bounced in the first round in the uh, skills challenge, bro. But we're gonna let that slide because you were having fun. Yeah, yeah, he was having a blast. I give him that. I saw that. I saw you saw the pictures, like smiling. Yeah. In every post, so I'll give you the pass. But if you go again next time, bro, nah, it's straight. It's no. You gotta games. win. You gotta win, bro. It's no games. Mama mentality. There's no games. None. All right. But okay, now let's get into the show. All right, let's get into light of the clip. That all right. We mentioned Patrick Ewing, so the first question, light it or clip that. Dolan is to blame for the Patrick Ewing incident. And background to this is basically during the NCAA Big East tournament, um, Garden Security basically questioned who Patrick Ewing was. And Patrick Ewing's response to that was basically, you know, like, I thought this was my house. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? And isn't my name in the rafters? He said he wanted to talk to Dolan. Update on that, though. Him and Dolan supposedly have spoken and mended fences. Excuse me. So everything's everything's cool. The hatchet has been buried. I assume so. But um, light of the clip that Dolan is to blame for the Patrick Ewing incident. Um, I'm gonna have to clip that. Why is that? I don't think I don't think he I don't think Dolan specifically is to blame. For the incident, so clip that in meaning no. Like answer, I'm answering no. He's not responsible. Um. Now, do I think in order to be hired, you have to know at least have like at least some kind of knowledge of the game and what's going on? Because I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it is. I don't know how the relationship with the players and the owner is. Like I don't know if like Dolan gives like a briefing about like oh if these pl- if these if these names come in like I don't know if they have a list so like with the reaction that happened it's clear that there's no list of people that are just are lo- are just allowed in okay just randomly right you feel me even if you are like I get it you're Patrick Ewing you know your your name is in the rafters I respect that but at the same time you got to remember it's not your name is not your name is in the building. It's not on the building. I hear you. You feel me? So I don't think Dolan is solely responsible. I feel like the only way he's responsible is I guess you should hire more like people who are more aware right. of what's going on. But I don't blame like because like you gotta remember, like, Patrick Ewing is how old? Patrick Ewing is f- in his fifties, I believe. 
maybe late 50s, early 60s, I would assume. Yeah, so the guy, they never said who stopped them, right? They never let out a name about who stopped them, right? Nah, 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 nothing like that. They just said, from what I hear, Somebody it was just, like, just, just guarding security. Yeah, so to put things in perspective, we don't know if the guy who stopped them was like 18 years old. I was thinking that, not for nothing. You know what I'm, I'm going to get into it in a minute, but I was thinking that same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. Because, like, an 18-year-old, especially who doesn't know anything about basketball and who's just working there just as a job. Like, you know, because, you know, with the pandemic, I'm sure people just want jobs. So, at the, you know, you could have somebody who has no knowledge and just doing his job. And as a security guard, he asked him, your ID. Like, you see somebody wandering around. Now... I get it. You see a seven foot guy walking around the building. You you would think he's kind of important, especially during a basketball game. During a basketball <laughs> game, yeah. So you know, I don't I don't blame him because it was nothing crazy. It was like it wasn't anything racist or you know. He just asked him for his ID just to make sure. Like, yeah, it was nothing like the Spike Lee or the Oakley incidents. Yeah, it, it was nothing out of hate or he was just doing his job. You know, security. Like even Spike Lee said it. Even Spike Lee was like, you know, I don't blame Dolan, but something's going on there. Yeah, you know, it's it's important to know. You know, your elders, you know, what you know, legend. He's a legend. You know, no one's gonna stop Kobe Bryant walking through the Staples Center. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So So you clipping it. So I'm gonna clip it, yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip it. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip it and then light it. And the reason I clip it for the same reasons as yours. Um Now I'm not I'm not now for all the hate, like I'm not I'm not defending Dolan, you know, like Yeah, we're all not fans of Dolan. Let's be I real. I get it, bro. but you gotta put things into perspective. Yeah, exactly. You know, you gotta see you gotta see it the way things are, you know. It was just a simple misunderstanding. The only thing I didn't like about the situation is that the fact that Patrick Ewing went public with it. Yeah, like he, but they handled it behind closed doors, so so it, it could have been worse than what it was. But he he should have did what Oakley should have done, honestly. But you know that's a different kind of situation. They just straight up don't like each other. Yeah. But um, I'm clipping it and then lighting it, and the reason I'm clipping it is for the same reasons, bro. Like um, I can't put this fully. I can't put full responsibility on Dolan bro like the, that's the first thing I thought like how how do you not know that that's Patrick Ewing you, you you either have to be somebody who doesn't know sports or is just too young to know who Patrick Ewing is that's the first thing I thought because like anybody my age like I'm I'll give away my age I'm 38 I'm about, Woo! Yeah, 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 38 never looking so good bro oh good looking good looking I turned 39 in June anybody my age we gonna get lit Oh, facts. Any, <laughs> bro, anybody that's my age, that's not even... You, you you have to know who Patrick Ewing is, even if you're a casual sports fan. You know what I mean? So, I'm clipping it. And he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. Exactly. You know, in respect. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a member of the Dream Team. If you're a casual... If you're, if you're not a basketball fan, you know who the Dream Team is. You know what I mean? He was in Space Jam. Yeah. You know, if you don't know basketball, you showed your child Space Jam in the 90s, they know who Patrick Ewing is. So, I guess it's safe to say this guy... Doesn't know anything about basketball. Whoever stopped Patrick Ewing yeah, doesn't like, know anything about basketball. My thing about it is people are acting like, and Charles Oakley waited on it too. And he was like, you know, he disrespected you the moment Dolan offered you a D-League contract to coach the D-League. And like, bro, like, you you taking this a little too far, bro. Like, I think Oakley just has pure beef with Dolan. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> I think Oakley just doesn't like that, man. Exactly. Like, I, I, I don't blame him, but still, bro, like. That's something you shouldn't throw your two cents in because, as I said, they spoke it out. Who Ewing and uh, yeah, from what I Dolan? from what I read, they spoke it out. Okay, and Oakley's throwing it out there like Dolan has an agenda against like he has it out on them, like on old Nick players. Like I don't see that. 
Like, why would you do that? Like, those are the last remnants of positive basketball we had. Greatness. Yeah, like, why would you? Why would he disrespect that? So Y'all made him the most money. If anything, he loves y'all. Exactly. So that's why I'm clipping that. But I'm lighting it because, like, what you can blame Dolan for is who he hires. Yeah. You have to hire a more competent head of security because, like, and I'll go back to the Spike Lee, and I'll go back to the Spike Lee um, incident. I don't. I think Spike. I, I'm fifty fifty on that one. To go back on that, because yeah, that's Spike Lee. You're the number one Nick fan. But from what I remember, all they did was tell you to go through a different um, entrance. I see no problem with that. You know. Yeah, like because like, like the way you made it sound, it sounded like especially the video footage. Yeah. And then you said you was you was basically daring them to arrest you. And that's that's not a good look, bro. Like you made it to a whole yeah. Like I, I respect you, Spike Lee. I love you, but like you know, you made it to a bigger thing than what it was supposed to. Yeah, but I brought that up to bring this up. Kind of, it kind of almost Hold made up. you sound like a yeah, privileged, yeah, yeah, yeah. A exactly. privileged baby, right? But I, but but that's not the point of why I brought that up. I brought up the Spike Lee incident to bring this up. Okay, where Spike Lee wasn't wrong at is potentially how security handled it. Okay, because security could have. From, from what it sounded like in the video, they came at him crazy. I didn't hear exactly what security said, but they came at him crazy. They could have approached Spike Lee like, you know, Mr. Lee, um, you have to go through another entrance. You know, the rules kind of changed. Da, da, da. They could have approached him like that. So I guess Dolan, I don't, like I said, I don't blame Dolan for that. But you can't blame him for who he hired. For who he hired. So basically, I'm light. I'm clipping it and lighted it because it, it falls on Dolan based on who he hired. Because who you hired, not for the incident itself. Yeah, because it, they they they're like your front line. They represent who you are basically. Because you, you know you interview them, so they're basically like a second like a second person of you. Like you know they're like they're like a, a part of you in yeah. a way. Like bro, like look at it this way. If I was if I was security and I was doing a hockey game at MSG. I don't know who the top hockey player in the Rangers is, so I will question them. Does that make does that bad on my part? Like I'm ignorant to who he is. That's and not that, bad. And that's no disrespect to the Rangers, cause like I'm 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 a, I'm a casual Rangers fan, cause every now and again I watch hockey if it's a good game on. You, you know, know what I've mean? actually never seen like a full game of hockey. Bro, hockey's lit on the low. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it consistently, but every now and like then. Like one game, like catch like, one good game, like a championship game or something? Not even a regular season game. Every now and again, it'd be lit. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, I do like we, soccer. Just just quick, you know, fun fact. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, Lighted a clip that Nick fans should cancel Lonzo Ball rumors the same way we're canceling Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Um, I, I don't even want to get into the Pepe Le Pew thing because that's kind of stupid. But but j- give them some context because I don't think anybody's gonna know what that even right, like, basically what, what Pe- that means. For those who don't know, Pepe Le Pew is a cartoon skunk from Looney Tunes, and he's basically being canceled. I don't want to get into the reason why because that'll open up a whole other debate. But just, under, just understand he's being just canceled. understand he's being canceled and he's a cartoon that just basically came out in the forties and fifties. And we need to cancel. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. Trade rumors, the same way we're canceling. Actually, we should cancel Lonzo Brawl rumors more than that. So I'm lighting that. Um, I, I'm kind of in between because the rumors could end up being true. I don't think so. Like I, the reason I'm lighting it to cancel those rumors is because at this point his price is up. Like if we should have got him when the rumors, if we were gonna get him, 
we should have got him when the rumors first started. Like, we was on the Lakers, right? Not even that. No, no, no. When he was on New Orleans, but, like, when we was rumored to get him, like, in the offseason, in the beginning, excuse me, and in the beginning of the season. Yeah. That's when we should have traded for him. Because now if we trade for him, I get the feeling they're going to want us to overpay. And comes the potential that we're going to have to overpay to keep him. And as much as I like Lonzo Ball, I don't know if I want to overpay to keep Lonzo Ball. He's showing improvement this year. Don't get it twisted. Lonzo Ball is playing really good basketball this season. But can he keep it up? So yeah. I'm lighting it that these rumors got to go, at least for now. Yeah, so I'm going yeah, to light it and clip it. I'm going to light it because, yeah, it's kind of getting annoying. <laughs> it's kind of getting real. It's like, it's like false hope almost. I'm oh, yeah, that too. I kind of tired of all the false hope. But I'm going to clip it because, you know, like, make the rumor when, like, it's pr- like when it's 75% probable. Not when it's 0% probable. Right now, it's 0% chance that we're going to get him. Yeah, yeah. And I, yet, I, the rumors are still coming somehow. I think it's like, it's... It doesn't make sense to get him now, bro. We would have to give up too much. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when, when the possibility is there, like, when like, like, like let's say Lonzo says he wants to leave. I bet. Now we can start the rumors, okay? Now now, now you have a you have a reason to start the rumors. Don't just start the rumors to start the rumors. That doesn't make no, that doesn't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm lighting and clip it. All right. Simple. Simple. All right. So, so much for Lonzo Ball, man. I don't think he's coming. I kind of like. I, I would have liked him, man. No, yeah, yeah, he would have been a good look, but like, it, it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem right, bro. I like. I personally, like I said, I like Lonzo Ball, but I'm not willing to overpay for him. I'd much rather overpay for Levine. So than Lonzo if we Ball. didn't have to overpay for him, who do you think we would have to give away to to acquire him? I'm not sure, bro, because like, he he rate he did. Remember when I said we talked about this? We talked about trading for Zach Levine, and I said that. If we're gonna trade for him, we're gonna we gotta do it now or soon because his price is gonna go only gonna go up. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So I wouldn't know what it would take to get him, but I know it's gonna take more than what we thought it was before. Okay, that makes sense. I know that his price went up. That makes sense. Um, all right. And on that note, let's move on to the next. On one. to the next one. On to the next one. Shout out to Nick's knowledge family yet again. Yes, sir. Big facts. Um, light it or clip that. It's good to hear Randall and Barrett are off limits in trade talks. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna light that. Also lighting it. That's, a, light that's an that. easy one. That's an light, easy light, one. light, 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 light. It shows we have a plan. Yeah. It really does. Like, that's great to hear. You know? And it actually shows that they they see the value in these guys. And they believe in them. Yeah. So, that's they, great. They definitely see, they see the value. They see the hard work. They see what's going on. They see that these guys, specifically these guys... Are what we need to take us to the top. Yeah, especially their skill set, dude. Like, and I do agree. I I do believe that these two guys specifically are the ones that can take us to the top. Yes, sir. Like, especially if we get more pieces around them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hard body. So that's an easy one. Like, because everyone forgets how young Barrett is. He's twenty. He's the youngest one on the team. He can't even drink. Oh, no, not uh, isn't Knox? Nah, it's Barrett. It's Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, then Barry can't even have a beer, man. He can't even have a brewski. He can't crack a cold one with the boys. Yeah, bro. And look what he could do. Wait till he can crack a cold. He's gonna grow some facial hair. Well, get two years, <laughs> two, three years from now, that dude's gonna be an all-around stat sheet filling monster. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm telling a you. A lot bro. of people were sleeping. I was low-key sleep when we first got him. But now I'm I'm wide I'm wide awake. Yeah, man. Barry's gonna be alright. We already know Randall's good. So it's great to hear that. 
we have two it's been a while since we've heard that we've actually have two building blocks we want to build around yeah so we know the style of ball we're going to be playing we know what we're gunning smash for. mouth hard yes. in the paint tough gritty basketball which leads me to the next question the last light of the clip that question knowing what we know light of the clip that knowing what we know about we, wait first of all we both lit the last one Let's correct start, right, yeah okay Light of the clip that. Knowing what we know about Randall and Barrett, the Knicks offseason blueprint looks a little clearer. Um, And by that, I mean, like, it kind of looks like the main positions we're going to go after is a big man and another shooter. So basically, all everybody else is just free game. From what it sounds like. So I'm lighting this. And this so- is... So... Okay, I'm gonna light it. But so that means that if since we're playing Smash Mouth basketball, we're gonna need defenders. Uh huh. We're gonna need defenders. We're gonna need shooters. Point guard. And we're gonna need a we're gonna need a point guard. So all that attributes to your guy, a shooter, and kind of a defender. Who's that? Carl Anthony Towns, who's also a big guy. That would mean Mitch is potentially on the table. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Despite, because it kind of seems like we're shooting the wounded dog. I don't know. but like Because, said, like, he's wounded. So it kind of feels like we're kind of, like, we're kind of bullying him in a way. Like, oh, because you're wounded. And I don't think it's because of his injury. No, nah, no. Nah. I think it's just genuinely this, this has been... A long-term thought already. Like, this has already been thought out. Really? So? I think the conspiracy has already been out. Oh, so, so, doesn't that lead to something? Oh, no, absolutely. This leads to... Is it just me? Oh, now, is it just me? Wait, wait, before you say that, the reason we didn't get deep into the light of the clip that, the last one... Is because it's leading directly to what right, he's about to say. Right, so, right to. Is it just me? Oh, yeah, sorry to interrupt that. I just wanted to throw some facts. context into there. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. So is it just me or is was Mitchell Robinson the odd man out the entire time? I, don't ne- I won't necessarily say that. But at the same time, out of all the rumors I heard, out of all the names, like this year we've heard rumors about Lonzo Ball. Zach Levine. Getting rid of Peyton. Getting rid of Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Getting oh. rid of... No, no, I'm talking about who we're going to bring in. Oh, who we're going to bring in. Okay. I'm talking about who we're going to bring in. We've heard Lonzo Ball. We've heard J.J. Redick. We heard um, um all the Depot. Cousins. Cousins and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Damn. And the reason it seems like Mitch is the odd man out is because... Out of all the positions that we're trading for, and there's no disrespect to Mitch. I love Mitch. He's Before he got hurt, Mitch was headed to an all-defensive. I'm not going to say first team, but he was going to be on one of them three teams. He was headed in that direction. But let's be real with each other, Nick fans. Out of all the rumors we've heard, Towns would be the clear upgrade over who we're building with. And what position does he play, everybody? Center. So we would have to give up. A center, and it's not going to be Noel. And it's not going to be Gibson because they're not going to not they're not going to want any of them, especially for Towns. And that's and like I said, we spoke on this last week, so for now it's pure speculation. 
But if anybody's gonna ask out from an underachieving team, no, excuse me, an underachieving team, because let's be real, I'm I'm not tooting the Knicks horn. We're way, I've said this many times, we're way past where we should have been. Minnesota is actually where we should have been. And Minnesota should have been where we're at with the moves they made. Especially like with D'Angelo Russell yes. and Anthony Edwards. And with Towns, because the whole thing was trying to pair them together. The big three. Yes, they were even trying, they were even rumored to trying to make the Devin Booker three big three. So they was talking big moves in Minnesota. Now it's kind of now falling. It's yeah, basically so. Falling over. So it's not just you. The London Bridge is falling. It's not just you. I'm not saying Mitch is the guaranteed odd man out. But if we're going to gun for Towns, and he makes it, and believe it the or not. The only reason why I see he's the odd man out Ta- is because, like. Wait, before you say anything. Okay, do, yeah, you think, do you think Towns makes sense for the Knicks? Yes. Okay, now, now go ahead. Why? He makes sense. For starters, he spaces the floor. 100%. If you're not guarding Towns on the three, you're stupid. Because he's going to hit it. You're really stupid. He's a slashing center. He's a slashing... I'm not going to say complete slasher, but it's in his arsenal. He can slash. He can shoot. He can post up. He's a very versatile big. And we we are in a very versatile game. We're in a game... Because we always said Mitch's problem was his scoring ability. Bro, Towns is... Bro, Mitch is a light years better defender than Towns. You wouldn't be able to tell based off the statistics. But you would. But ra- he is. But you would rather. You would much rather have somebody who can do both. Yes, and Towns scores masterfully. He has a soft image. Like he has a, like the, the nice guess, guy. Yeah, the reputations out there that he's soft. But bro, I don't know, dude. I wouldn't mind having him on my team. And he's from Jersey, so he's from right there. Yeah, man. And the only reason why I say Mitch is the odd man out is because we never saw that coming. We always thought Mitch's spot was guaranteed. Because like, if you look at all the other episodes, right, when we when we always talked about giving somebody up, Mitch's name never came up. Exactly. This is like the first time. This is the first time Mitch's name is ever coming up in, in a trade talk. But that's only because of rumors. As I said, this is only speculation. But it makes the most sense. Yes. Like, it even makes more sense than Levine. I personally think Barrett's going to be a better player than Levine. That's because why. That's the only reason why I wouldn't do the Levine trade. Because it wouldn't, for number one, it wouldn't make sense to trade a center for a shooting guard. Because then we have a hole at center. So you would have to give up RJ Barrett. Yeah. So And that's not happening. No. Nah. And, and that's not necessarily an upgrade. Because we're not going to give a center for a shooting guard. Exactly. That's going to be dumb. And, and you don't know what Barrett is going to be. You don't know if he's going to be better than um Levine. You and know this I mean? is how RJ gets better. By town spreading the floor. Because when Okay, so when Mitch is in the game, Barrett scores less. You want to know why? Because when Mitch is in the game, he only plays the paint. So when he's in the paint, everyone's expecting Peyton to drive and lob. So when you drive and lob, they are, there's four defenders in the paint. So RJ can't get to the paint as efficiently as he could if Mitch was out the game. Now you bring Towns. Now you bring Towns in, who's at the perimeter, you ha- and you have to guard him. Because if Mitch is at the perimeter, I don't have to guard him. Because I know he's not shooting that ball. Exactly. Dude, Towns would bring a whole different dimension, but it's very... No. Don't get me. We love Mitch so much, but, but we're he, talking about the greater good right now. And he just might. I'm not saying he is the one, but 
He's a better option. He just he the, just might be the one to go. Unfortunately, see, if, if we were if we were a team of shooters, Mitch would have been perfect for this team. Yes. If we were a team full of like just gunners, like the splash the splash bros. Oh hell yeah! We would be. We, Mitch would be the perfect fit. I think that. I think that's why Golden State wanted him so bad at one point. Because remember during the draft, they was talking about making a trade with us, and Mitch was supposed to be the centerpiece of that trade. Oh yeah, yeah. But I they, think they got they got Wiseman instead. Yeah, I think that's why they wanted him so bad. Yeah, you know, Mitch. Mitch. Same with Knox. The reason why we didn't want Knox on the team is because he he's a kind of guy that thrives in transition, and we're a poor transition team. That's why we can't keep a guy like Knox, unfortunately. Even though you know he's he's been showing his stuff, whatever. But in long like he he in long term like in playoff runs and stuff, he's not gonna be that. He's not gonna be any use to us because we're not in transition. So unfortunately, as good as Mitch is, we're not a good shooting team. And we might we and if it, and if it goes if it comes down to towns. So hold on, wait, wait. Before you, would, you finish, before you finish, I want I want to just get this off my chest real quick. All right, good. So. We're not, we're not, we're not, a, we're not, te- like, technically, we're making the shooting better by getting, um, Towns, but we're not getting Towns to fix the shooting problem. We're getting Towns to play with our strengths, because, we're playing to our strengths because, if Towns is at the, is at the three-point line, and the center has to come up, that leaves the middle wide open for Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, who are the two main pieces. Yes, sir. They're gonna keep. Yes, sir. And it, like I said, it only makes sense. That means you gunning for you either gunning for a big or a superstar shooter, and that, and the, and the other superstar shooter would be Levine. But but I'm not giving up R.J. Barrett. I would much rather give up Mitch for Towns, and it's not going to be just that. You know, it's going to be mad other players and picks. Yeah, but Mitch will be the center of that trade. So is it just you? No, it's not just you, bro. It just might be possible he might be the odd man out. And let us know in the comments, Nick's Anonymous fan. Let us, let us know if you think it's a good trade, bad trade. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Since we're talking trades, what do you think a trade would look like? For the Towns? Yes. Okay, so ju- so by the f- so okay, so Mitch. So the entire NBA already knows Mitch. I mean, not Mitch. Um, RJ and Randall are off limits. So Mitch is in the trade. So... Looking at the fact that Minnesota, um, how valuable Towns is to Minnesota, they're they're gonna they're gonna want to head crack us. Yes, but yeah. I don't think so. This is where Leon Rose comes. in. This is where a good front office comes in. You know what? You know what? Like you know when you go to the store and someone goes, "Uh, this is thirty five, but for you, I'll give it for to twenty five. Okay, but the whole time it was twenty five. They might try to pull something like that on us. Like they try to hag crack us, but the fact that we have Leon Rose in such a good front office, he might be able to kind of dial it, like kind of like almost like a like a steal, but not too big of a steal, just enough to where we didn't have to pay a full price. So what's so what so what's your trade so, looking like? I think we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to give a first round pick. We're gonna have to. So Mitch, a first round pick. If we don't want to give up another player, we're gonna have to throw in another first round pick. Now I don't know what year. He would want to give away a first round pick. I know I'm not giving away none of this year's picks. I don't care. So I'll say Mitch, two first round picks, and one of our guards. Nah, I don't think that's gonna be enough. Me personally, I think it would take Mitch. Um a pick, a first round pick. I would give up a Dallas pick. Not not next year, not this coming draft, but like the other year. I'd give up a Dallas pick. 
one of our picks in the future, like a first round, because I assume, like I said before, I assume we're going to be good by then. Throw in another second round pick. So we're giving them three picks. Mitch, I would throw in Knox, Bullock, because we got we got Burks. Burks will cover that. Burks will cover Bullock. And we got Frank. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I would do um, I would do Mitch three picks, Bullock, Knox, and like another vet. Like who 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 would you think is expendable? One more. Um, it would have to be Gibson. Alfred Payton. Or Peyton. There you go. That's what I'm offering them. Bro, Mitch. we don't need Peyton. Bro, exactly. We already have two guards. Bro, Mitch, three picks, Alfred Peyton, and Reggie Bullock and Knox is more than enough for Carl Anthony Frank Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. And, throwing some, and, and since we got cap space, throwing some cash considerations. I don't know about y'all, but that's a good trade to me. Now, will Minnesota bite? Exactly. That's the question. Can Leon Rose get it done? That's if they're doing it, but let's see what happens. We're just saying this, this out of all the out of all the trades that could happen, this would be the best one. Towns would be the best fit for the team, right? Definitely. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. That was a very good combo. Yes, it very was very good. I like it. I like it. So, um, let's get into these games, man. Let's 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 do this. We get the claps because that was a pretty good combo. Not gonna lie, it was good. It was very info, a lot yeah. of info. Yeah, but this game we about to get into. Oh this. wait, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Not gonna lie, bro. That's, I, a, that's an understatement. Bro. Yeah, you might have to press that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, bro! The understatement of the yeah. Shoot us too while we on the floor. You might as well. <laughs> wait, wait, one more. Oh, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> Bro, we got the shit kicked. I don't know if you heard the sounds, but we got the shit kicked out of us. Shot while we was on the floor. Yeah, that's how bad it was, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. F- I turn. I can't even lie. One thirty-four to one oh one. I didn't suffer through it. God damn, that was a blowout. I suffered through it, bro. Like, I, I and, and that wasn't fair because the next blowout, you're sitting through it, bro. <laughs> I am not sitting through no more blowouts. Bro. Damn it, because. That wasn't even a fight, dude. Like, oh, God, bro. Damn it. I think... What did I text you? I said if they hit 40. Yeah, they was almost... Get, they almost blew us out by 40, bro. Like, I, I said I said if they hit 40, uh, I'm turning it off. And they did. That's why I turned it off. But they brought it down to what? What they lose by? 33? Yeah, bro. They outscored us in the second half. 66 to 50. Oh, my God, dude. 66. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, come... 66 to 50, bro. Actually, wait, I'm lying. 50. No, no, it was 66 to 50. Yeah. And just to get to con, this was the first game from the All Star break. Now, there's no excuse for that because the Bucks didn't seem to be phased at all from the All Star break. That's because Giannis was the MVP and they just let him score. So he was in his momentum. He had a triple double. You know what I mean? <laughs> they held Randall to seven points. Now I get it, Randall. I saw I saw the problem. The problem was you were getting quadruple teamed. They were literally every time Randall touched the ball, they were literally sending the entire team his way. Well, you know, despite all that, he almost had a triple double. <laughs> this kind of this kind of exposed us in a little bit. Or not a little bit. This kind of exposed us a fucking lot of bit. Not really. I didn't I don't think we were exposed, bro. We we, we it was We were it, exposed because they the It Bucks, was after it was after the All-Star break, bro. The Bucks' game plan was to force everybody else to score. 
And obviously it worked. Um, the only one that did step up to the plate though was Barrett. Barrett had twenty two points. No, and Burks. Bro, it was Barrett, a, yeah, Barrett bro, and Burks. It was a point in the third quarter. I thought they were both gonna bring us back because they kept fighting. Yeah. I was loving that. It was going hard. They were going hard in the third quarter. It just wasn't enough, yo. Like, bro, fucking damn. I know we was gonna cut down on curses. So I'm it sorry happens, about that. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that, y'all. We, we trying to cut down on curses here, but this is how this is how bad this game was, yeah, bro. This game was bad. When man. DJ Augustine and Bryn Forbes go ten for ten from three combined, yeah, that's bad, bro. Augustine yeah, was seven we, for we just, seven. There was a there was a point in the there was a point in the and like I just didn't think they were there to play, man. Like, like they were just they were just prancing on us, bro. Like I texted you that they were like I was like yo, it just seems like they just don't want they want to go home and they just want to chill. Like, they just want to get that game over. They didn't want to play. Yeah, we were still in the All-Star break. I'm yeah, Randall you. was still in Atlanta. That's my excuse, bro. Randall was still in Atlanta. Because that's the worst we played this year, dude. Like, this is the first time, like, we... we Besides the, the Nuggets game. No, 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 but be honest, bro. Like, tell me if I'm wrong. We've lost, like, like for example, the Nuggets game. We got blown out, like, a couple of times this year. But Thibodeau coached, coached good games those games. We were just out, man. Bro, we were outmanned and outcoached this game. That long shot. Yeah, dude. Like, it was terrible. Like, this is the worst performance Tibbs has done as a Nick coach. And that's not bringing them down. We just being real. We still love Tibbs. He's still getting my coach of the year vote. But this game, like, we were outcoached. But at the same time, he can't he can't be on the floor for these guys. Nah, I dig. We just had no answers. Like, we had no answers for them. Like, no adjustments, no nothing. Like, the True. way, like, the, we're going to get into the OKC game. Like, the way we adjusted to them. We didn't have that. We didn't have yet. that for the air. Um, honestly, we just couldn't stop. We couldn't stop anybody from the perimeter. We were just letting them. We were literally. We were literally letting. Because usually, how the Knicks play basketball is we we slowed it. We 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 force teams to play at our pace. We slow it down. You know, we 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 hustle and hackle you on defense. That's what we, that's, that's what I mean by we got our coach, bro. They dictated the pace. Yeah, we trap we trap you into playing our game. This game, they weren't letting us get. They weren't letting us get set. They were just they were just coming at us, coming at us, coming at us. They had a game plan. We we did it. Yeah, it, it was, exactly, it was, exactly. It was it was it showed. We they had a game plan, and their game plan was to throw everybody at Randall and to make and force everybody else to score. And at defense, defense perimeter defense was terrible. As I said, like threes was raining. At one point, it was a layup line. They killed us on the paint, fifty-two to thirty-two. And if we did have a plan, we just didn't execute it. Yeah, bro. This was just overall not a good game. Like just to sum it up. To um, go down the stat line, uh Barrett had twenty two, Randall had seven, Peyton had ten, Noel had two, Bullock had eight, Burks had seventeen, Gibson had seven, quickly had fifteen, Toppin had ten. Quickly had an unimpressive and Frank f- had zero points. As a starter, that's not good. For fifteen minutes. And quickly minutes. quickly had a Damn, excuse me. <laughs> no, I don't think Frank started that game. No, quickly had an unefficient 15 points. He didn't have a good game. That Frank game. started that game? Frank didn't start that game. No, no, no. Which game? He started, he started the OKC game. Okay, my fault. My bad. So, wait. Bad. So, he had zero points both games? All right. I guess we're moving on to OKC. <laughs> Yo. So, yeah. We get we get the... We get the booze for the... That, uh, that Bucks game. There's not really much to go, man. Like, the score tells it all, man. Um, now let's get into happy mode. Now this was an impressive victory because number one, again, first of all, let's 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 throw it out there. Both teams were shorthanded. 
So yes. I don't want I don't want to hear that this is an invalid victory because Alexander was hurt. Gil, was it Gil Gilchrist Alexander? Yeah, Gilgis Gilgis Alexander. Shay Gilgis Alexander was hurt. Yes, he was hurt. But I don't want to hear nothing, man. We've been shorthanded for ten years. But this was a good. <laughs> the reason this was a good victory because it was looking like it was going to be like the Milwaukee game. It was getting our ass. They were not letting us set up in the first half, in the first quarter. Excuse me. They were not letting us set up. They were taking advantage of that, and they was scoring easily. Like end of the first quarter, I believe he was down by ten. Yeah, after, it was looking bad. After that, the bench came in, dictated the pace, brought us back into the game. Things were looking good and, at the half. And here's one big difference. We held OKC to 25% from three. Mm. We held Milwaukee to 47% from three. That's not holding. So we didn't even hold them. We yeah, they, shot, they shot 47% from three, and we held the OKC to 25% from three. Yeah, man, but we got to shout the bench out, man. The bench board is back in the second quarter, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Quickly at 21 points. Burks had Burks. Burks again. Bro. You think, yeah. Burke, you think Burks is coming out of his slump a little bit? You saw that highlight shot he did? The one yeah, that he just threw up? Yeah, he just threw it up. Lob it up, baby. That was some, yeah, that was a lob it up. He, but let's give it to the MVP. Triple double, Randall. Yes, sir. Negative. Yeah, triple double, Randall. Who's the MVP? Negative. Oh, Barrett. RJ Barrett. <laughs> he actually filled up the stat sheet. I get you, Randall, but triple double is your everyday thing. So I'm not really, that's not your MVP. This is what you do. Barrett on the land. This is career high, correct? Yeah, 32 points. 32 points. This man was unstoppable, unguardable. This man was swishing and dishing. This man was doing all whatever Clyde said. What else Clyde says? All that. Oh, everything Clyde says, he did it. He was much. doing <laughs> it. Hounded and astounding. 32 points, five boards, three assists, three steals. He filled up the sheet, y'all. He, he filled up the sheet. Now, oh yeah, here's my favorite part. He only turned the ball over once. You know me, y'all. I'm big on turnovers. That's what I'm talking about, man. Honestly, um, so okay, so we was talking about game plans before. So, in the first half, it was kind of close. It was a close game. It could have went. It, it could have we, went either way. If we didn't make the proper adjustments, especially how the first quarter went. Not even that. Especially after the last game, because. If we didn't make the adjustments, they would have blew the game open. It would have been over. Yeah. But so, Thib- um, Thibodeau showed. He learned from the last game. He made his adjustments. He actually allowed Randall and Barrett to take control in the second half. Great victory yesterday. So yeah, All it around sh- great it victory. Shows, it shows that we have the capability of adapting. Um, exactly. Or just adapting. Period. Yes, exactly. We have the capability of adapting. Even after. Because usually a loss like that would shatter a team. Like, I mean, sh- it shattered me. <laughs> that shit hurt. I can't that shit lie. hurt a lot. I've, yeah, that was an ass whooping. And we didn't even play. So it's got to it's gotta hit harder for these guys. And I said it. I was like, yo, we need we need to take all this anger out. And we need to bring it to this game, to this next game. And and, and, we, I'm, and I'm glad we won this game. They did just that, man. The, reason I'm, uh, the main reason I'm glad we won this game is because we headed to Brooklyn on Monday. Which is tomorrow. Yes, today's Sunday. Brooklyn is Monday. It would not have been good going into the game against Brooklyn on a two-game losing streak. Not at all. We're going into Brooklyn with some momentum. Strong, yeah. We're going. We're going strong. It's gonna be a hard game, though. But I still like you know now. Now this game brings us our, our confidence. If we're yeah, how you said, especially because the way we were gonna lose this game, it wasn't gonna be close. Yeah, it wasn't looking good in the beginning, man. But like, like I if said, we was gonna lose this game, it was gonna be just like how we beat these guys. Yes, the bench came through in the second quarter, yo. Like even though Barrett and 
Randall are the players of the game. Randall had the triple-double. Barrett had his own career high. The bench set the tone in the second quarter. Yeah. You got to show love to the bench. And we all stole them crazy. We had 12 steals. They only had three. Oh, damn. We had 12 steals. So our defense was on par, man. We, we were out here, you know. And we were more efficient. Ten, so it, they it, had 18 turnovers. We had 10. That contributed to that. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this win because it showed us that these guys don't like losing and they're not okay with losing. Yeah, and we make the adjustments. And they make it. They take it personally, and they take and they take it out in the next game. You know what that means? Which is what you're supposed to do. That as means Tabido. I mean Tabido. Tibido. I said to, I combined Tom and Tibido. Uh-huh. Tabido. Tabido. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Tabido. Tabido. <laughs> Top of the morning. That you know what this means? <laughs> I was <laughs> I was trying to say you know what that means? That means Tibido, after certain games, has them watch crazy film. And has them like, yo, see, here's where we messed up. Here's where we messed up. Going to the next I was gonna game assume, to fix that. I was going to assume they didn't even touch the ball that game. Straight laps. That too. Because Tibbs is... Because the way Tibbs was acting at the Bucks game, like bro, he was rolling his eye. Like he was, I, don't even, I don't even think by like the third quarter he was even saying a word. That's, you, how, that's how frustrated bro, he was. Bro, it was either straight laps or straight film sessions. Like now, both. No practice. Film. Yeah. That's it. Cause Thibodeau is a, is a he's a he's an old school guy, yeah. and he's very smash mouth, and he he'll let you have it. Yeah. So that's why he didn't make it in Minnesota. They couldn't handle. You remember that. that post that I didn't post that I was gonna post? The one that I stopped you. The from one posting? you stopped me from posting. Yeah. I'm gonna just tell them. Like I'm I'm, I'm gonna just summarize it. I'm not gonna go into detail because I kind of went hard, like almost too hard to the point where we could have got blocked on Instagram. <laughs> Basically, I don't want. That like I don't want no laughing. I don't want no because before the game, quick there was there was a video of Quicklin taking a nap. Before the Bucks game, there was a, there was a video of Quickly taking a nap and Randall laughing and everybody's having a good time, and then we got smacked. So I was like, "Yo, no laughing, no games." That's the old Knicks culture. Yeah, no laughing, no games. I don't want to hear nothing. Like I want you guys to suck. Like I know you're supposed to move on. No, I don't want you to move on. I want you to feel exactly what you're feeling and use it. Yeah. Like, I want you to soak in this defeat because all this laughing, you know, nah. No more All-Star. You know, All-Star break is over. No laughing. This, this is game time. This is this is business. We're here to win. And we're here to destroy. So, that's what they took from the Bucks game. Went to the OKC. Went to their home. And we got it done. Yeah, man. I'm loving it. We got it done. I'm loving so- the energy. Oh shit! I hit the free sleep by accident. All good, <laughs> all good. We're one and one this week. Um, as I said, we got Brooklyn Monday. So, so how do you feel about the Brooklyn? So, do you think we have a chance? Cause I think a lot of people are counting us out completely in this game. Ah, uh, I think we have a chance. But for obvious reasons, they're counting us out. I can see why. I think we have a chance. We just gotta come hard, bro. We gotta come hard, or don't come at all. Like the error has gonna have to, like. There's gonna be no room for error. Nah, not at all. I mean. For them either, bro, because they might, they just might underestimate us. Because we last time we played them, they, they they didn't have Harden or KD. KD was hurt. No, KD it was, played. It was just Kyrie. No, KD played. KD Ky- played. Kyrie didn't play. Oh, Kyrie didn't play. Yeah, yeah. KD. So now we got the full squad. I think we're gonna show up for them. I actually can't wait for this game. Are we playing in Brooklyn? I'm not sure actually, but either way, that's a home court for us. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Shots fired. Shots fired. I don't know if y'all got that. Probably went over your head a little bit. That's the truth, though, dude. Like, when you go to, when you see Brooklyn, bro, even when we was at our worst, when you went to the Barclays, see Brooklyn versus the Knicks. Yeah, they're playing at the Barclays. Bro- Bro- Brooklyn versus the Knicks. All you saw was orange and blue jerseys. So tomorrow, 
Oh no, we can't because there's no fans. The fans that they do show on this on the screen, we'll see who's fam- who who's fun or not, who's famous. Mm-hmm. Shout out to KD. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see who's real. We'll see who's really the king of New York here. All right. So we moving on from the games. So we're I moving guess. on the games. We're gonna go. We're gonna go into our new segment that I brought in. Uh, last episode. By the way, if you didn't check out last episode, that was a pretty fun episode. There was a video. There's no video today, guys, by the way. There's no video. Yeah, we straight audio in it today. I need a haircut. Yeah, yeah there's no video today. <laughs> Stevie, nope. Stevie want to look good for you guys. Yeah, bro. I don't do I do not do videos unless I got a haircut. Sorry. Be like that. That's just okay. how I am. Suave, suave. Um, so, yeah, we uh, new, new new segment going on. Something a little called Did You Know? Um, So... Dude, I wanted to bring this into the show because I I feel like we bring a lot of knowledge. We we want you guys to come here and learn. We don't want to waste your time because we're we're certainly not wasting our time. So no we, sir, we don't want to waste your time. We want you guys to gain some knowledge, soak up some information that you you may you may know or you may have not known. So hopefully, you guys learn something that you didn't know. Basically, basically we want y'all to know that the Knicks have a culture, not like the media says. Not like the media says, correct. So let's get into. Did you know? I got some positive feedback on that intro, by the way. I just want you to know that. I didn't think it was bad. You cut my ass last time. No, I just said I think a monster. It sounded like a monster. You said a monster was coming out. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, 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 maybe monster is coming out. I don't know. So monster called the Knicks. Monster, (laughs) the Knickerbockers. All right. So, did you know? Okay. That the Knicks. Signed the first non-white player in 1947, and it was a Japanese player named. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So guys. wait, wait. So Jeremy Lin wasn't the first Asian in the NBA? Haha. <laughs> wait, Japanese is Asian, right? Kind of. Oh sh- I, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, right, you know what? Let's not even yeah, go there. Like, <laughs> so he's the first. I'm not good at. I'm not good at geography. Right, so so you said he was Japanese. Yes. Okay. Jeremy Lin was Chinese. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we he's the first. So we he's don't the mean, first. We yeah, don't mean no harm. No disrespect. No, we don't mean no harm. <laughs> Continue. Moving on. <laughs> so, the Japanese player's name was what? Oh my God, Wataru Musaka. Okay, that's what's up. Shout so, out to shout out to Wataru Musaka. Yeah, shout out to Wataru Musaka because he actually he's one of the first you know to pave the way for Japanese players. You know, there hasn't been a lot of Japanese players. Probably the only one, as far as I know. Yeah. So he he definitely opened the doors, especially for foreigners in general. Right, that's not, true. Not not just you know his his you know his you know, that's he, true. He was that's, just repping the set. Nah, that's true. That's true though, because without him, you know, there's no Dirk, there's no Luca, there's no. Yeah, they may yeah. not be Japanese. That's cool. But so so he's a guy that doesn't get it. Um, he doesn't get his um. Due. And he, he doesn't on, get it, he doesn't get his due. And he was on the Knicks. So the Knicks been making history. Yeah, before we was winning chips. So mm-hmm. he's a, like I said. So he's a dude. That paved the way that doesn't get no due. Shout out yeah, to yeah. him. So we, what's, we got, what's his name again? Uh, Wataru Wa, Musaka. Shout out to Wataru Musaka. Shout out to him. I don't oh, know if he's alive, but we gotta look that up. We gotta look that up. Um, so the Knicks had the first African American player and the first Japanese and the player. first non-white player. What's up? That's what's up, man. Yeah, bro. So you can't say we're racist. We love all. We open doors. We baby. open doors, baby. We don't close them. So next, did you know? Oh, man, I'm so sorry, Mitch. I know. I know we were just talking about getting rid of you, but we're going to show you some love right now. <laughs> Did you know that Mitchell Robinson could dunk from the other three-point line? Wait, what? Yes. Say that again? Mitchell Robinson can dunk from the other three-point line. I call I call it BS. Now, that. I don't mean that he's literally jumping from the other three-point line. That's like, what you just said. Like, uh, no. 
He can, okay. Basically, what he could do is he could take one dribble from the other three point line and get to the other basket. Oh, that's possible because Giannis could do it in three. So I've seen that. Mitch done. can do it in one. I don't. I gotta believe it. I gotta see it to believe it. There's a video on Nick's Anonymous. Apparently, you did not check the page. Oh, I've been busy this week. <laughs> So if you guys want proof, I'll repost it again. Yeah, repost that. Repost that. I'll repost it again. Matter of fact, repost it as a regular post. I want to see it. Yeah. I was oh my god, I almost just choked. <laughs> um Damn, you choked up you that choked up about it? Yeah. Bro, this is it's crazy. Can you one dribble from the three point line for the other side? Without traveling? Yes. Damn, that must be one big ass step. Like Yeah. <laughs> bro, I gotta see that. Yes, one dribble. Post, post that when when we done, post that on the page. I want to yes, see. Mitchell Robinson get dunked from the other three point line. I will I will post it for for the if you guys want the proof it will be on Nick's Anonymous on the Instagram. So That's go, crazy. Go check it out. Um, also, in honor of the All Star Game, did you know that the very first All Star Game was played on March second, nineteen fifty one, at the Boston Garden? Uh I did not. And yes, they are also called the Garden, but we all know who the real Garden is. Now the Boston Garden is legendary, though. I know. But I know we're the world's most famous arena. Don't get it twisted. But like Boston Garden is legendary. Yes. In their own right. Nah, not even. They're legendary. Boston It'd be Garden. like that. Boston Garden is legendary, bro. It'd be like that. They're not around no more. But, bro, at one point, like... All right, put it like this. In the old Boston Garden, they were undefeated in Game 7s. Oh, shit. And I think till this day, the Celtics still are. I could be wrong. Like in home games, in home games, in game sevens, in any playoff series, that you, you're gonna, you're, if you're a gambler, bet on the Celtics in the game. In the game seven. seven, so that's what that's what I'm gonna do. And if I lose, I'm gonna blame you, bro. I'm I'm just going by history. <laughs> if I lose, I'm gonna blame you. If they did lose, it was only once. So yeah, um, that concludes today's lesson of did you know? So if you didn't know, now nah, you know. now you know. Facts. I can dig that. You can dig it? Yes, sir, because we about to learn some more stuff. Oh, my God. You already know what time it is. Open your textbooks to Chapter 5, everybody. Uh, actually, Chapter 26. Chapter 26. 26. Ah, yeah, bro. This week in Nick's history, baby. Um... It's actually a birthday today. So this week in Knicks history, big birthday shout out to the man, the myth, Mr. Four Point Play himself, LJ, the original LJ. Not me. Larry Johnson. <laughs> this week in Knicks history honors LJ. We've probably honored him before and spoke on him, but like I said, it's a Knicks podcast. You're going to hear about Knicks repeatedly. That's just what it is. And if you don't want it, you're in the wrong podcast, sir. Yes, sir. So let's talk about Larry. Go somewhere with that. Let's talk about Larry Johnson. We're going to go back to before he was on the Knicks. Okay. Bro, fun fact. Time little time travel, I like it. Bro, Larry Johnson was a big deal when he was getting when he got drafted into the NBA. Okay. First of all, I right, re- Where did he come up? Where did he come from? What um what college? Yeah. The um UNLV Running Rebels. Ooh, the, the Running I've Rebels. I've never heard of them. Bro, yeah, um at one point they were banned from the NCAA tournament. I forgot why. But they were where big. where are they located? Like where you know Vegas, where? Vegas, yeah. Oh, the University of Las Vegas. Okay. Not only that, recent- so what happened in Vegas didn't stay in Vegas. No, sir. I'm about to get into that. <laughs> I'm about to get into that because 
recently, I think, I forgot what magazine it was. I believe it was Slam. I could be wrong. Feel free to correct me. It's a basketball magazine that released the greatest college teams in history. Running Rebels was ranked number 10. LJ's team. And they had a squad. Like, um, you're about to learn something, bro. No, I'm learning. Let's you got to learn about LJ and the Running Rebels, bro. The, the Running Rebels squad. My textbook is open. They're, they're, they had a core four. All of them made the NBA. Um, LJ was obviously the best one. It was LJ, Stacey Ogman, Plastic Man. Shout out to Stacey Ogman. He was pretty good in the Atlanta Hawks. You know, he didn't pan out, but he played good ball. Isaiah Ryder. He another one. Isaiah Ryder, bro. He should have been better than what he was. But, you know, things happen. Shit happens. Yeah. Shout out to Isaiah Ryder. He's a forgotten one. Because I don't hear a lot of people talk about J.R. Ryder like that. He was sick. And one you might remember, and one you might recognize, former Nick Greg Anthony. Oh. Yeah, Greg Anthony was on the running Rebels with Larry okay. Johnson. Nice, nice. Yeah, shout out to Greg Anthony. Shout out to Greg. We even have another Nick Gregory. in this week in Nick's history. Ain't Gregory. that something? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay. It's like the Marvel Universe. We're all connected. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> but as I was saying, he was a big deal coming out of the M- coming out of the NBA. Coming, excuse me, coming into the NBA, into the draft. Um, because of this college success, ended up getting drafted number one by Charlotte. Um, rookie of the year. Yes, sir. Rookie of the year in Charlotte, number one pick. Um, I think he made the All Rookie Team, if I'm not mistaken. In Charlotte was a two-time All Star. So my man had accolades, bro. LJ was a big deal in Charlotte, bro. Like, what stopped LJ from becoming a bigger deal? Because, bro, this was a dude who had a sneaker deal with Converse. I know a lot of you old school heads that's my age remember the the Converse with React Juice. React Juice? Yeah, it's kind of basically like the Air Bubble and Air Max. They just called it something different. Some juice? Yes. Nice. I, I don't think it literally had juice in it. No, obviously. But they like, just it was basically like an air bubble. It's different, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't call it an air bubble because nah, obviously So Nike you weren't cool at the time you called it? You'd be like, what's an air bubble? This is that juice. Exactly. Well, it wasn't like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like that. This is that juice. But that was the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Nike had the air bubble. Converse had the React juice. And LJ was the one the spokesperson for Converse. Yeah, you can't say that now. You get flamed. He was um, what's it called? He was Grandmama. I remember everybody. Remember, I know y'all people from my age remember the Grandmama commercials. Oh, you got some old heads on on their feet right now. Facts. I, I can see it. I'm bringing I'm bringing all the memories. You got back, some old bro. heads on their feet right now. But what stopped? They're looking at their kids right now. Like, yeah, listen to this, man. You don't know nothing about this. You don't know about this young. You man. don't know nothing about this. <laughs> but LJ got stopped from being a bigger deal because of a back injury, dude. That's what set him up. That's what set him down. Yes, sir. So he still had a good career. Ended up getting traded to the Knicks for Anthony Mason. Um, his wait, I didn't get into his career numbers. He's a career sixteen point seven rebound, three assist guy, forty eight percent from the field, thirty three from three. His numbers were obviously better in Charlotte. He averaged nineteen nine and four. Um, bro, if those were his career numbers, that's pretty good career. That's good, yeah. But they're not. That's just his Charlotte numbers. His Nick numbers, all his. Here's the thing about the, his Knicks career. He had a better successful career on the Knicks based off team success, but all his individual numbers fell because obviously because of his back injury. Okay. He went from a 19 point score to 12, went from nine rebounds to five, went from four re- four assists to two. You would think you you would look. So at you would th- think you you think they're winning the finals if he 
If he's old LJ, if, hell yeah, yeah. If he's old LJ, they're winning the finals. Oh, without a doubt. I have no doubt in my mind, bro. Like, L- look up Charlotte highlights of Larry Johnson, bro. Like, and look at, and, wait, first look up, bro, first look up his Nick highlights. Then look up his Charlotte highlights. And okay. you tell I've me. Never seen, I've never seen his Charlotte highlights. Bro, it's, you, you see, you're going to see a totally different animal, dude. Are you the same animal and the same beast? He wasn't the same animal. <laughs> On the Knicks, he was not the same animal, but I say he was the same beast because his stats came in moments where we really needed them. Okay. So despite the fact you look at his stats. Like the infamous four-point play. Exactly. If you look at his stats and see the drop-off and the first thing you think is, you know, like, you know, yeah, we didn't get the Charlotte LJ. It didn't matter. Bro. His stats were not empty stats. His stats were important. Nick fans know LJ showed up when it was time to show up. And he had his, he had his little setup, the LJ. Exactly. You know, I'm doing the LJ, everybody. I don't know. You can't see it, but I'm doing it. Like, dude, like, I mean, think about it. Without Patrick Ewing in the finals against the Spurs, it's very impressive that the fact he had back problems and was injured in that series... We still played them good ball. Injured and depleted. Now, if we would have had Charlotte LJ, that would have been a totally different series. Tim Duncan would have had would have had to work harder. He would have had an issue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So And he wasn't so much of a three point shooter, right? He was more of like a mid range kind of guy. Yeah, he could hit threes, but he was a mid range guy. I'm telling you, bro, watch. Watch Charlotte highlights and come back to me tomorrow. Say less. You know, so this week in Knicks history is dedicated to you, Larry Johnson. Happy birthday. And I think he's an ambassador with the Knicks, right? Something like that. Yeah, he's, he's definitely associated he's with something, us. He's something. He, he's an ambassador of some. So he has some role with the Knicks. But we happy you here, brother. Happy. We happy, man. Yeah, big shout out to LJ, man. And that concludes the 26th episode of Knicks Anonymous. Woo! Man, this is, you know, it's funny. We was talking shit. We was like, this is going to be a short episode. Turned out to be an hour. Yeah, bro. We had a lot to talk about. Even with, even with so little, man. Yeah, LJ, LJ took a lot of time, man. Like I brought it back to the Converse with React Juice. I bet people don't even remember that. Or if not, I'll put it back in their memory. You got backs. that juice? Yeah. You got the juice? Look up the commercials, too. Look up the LJ Converse. <laughs> Look up you the got com- the juice freshly squeezed. They are not going to say that. Freshly and, squeezed. And I am so glad they did it because that would not have been a great memory. <laughs> That's actually like a thing in 2K. Like 2K put that in the game. Freshly squeezed is Orange Cassidy. Shout out to Orange Cassidy. Shout out to AEW. Shout out to Annie Wrestling. But this is not what this is about. This is about the Knicks Anonymous. It's about the Knicks Anonymous people. Yeah, bro. Let's conclude this, man. Episode 26. Dab it up. Bow. Brooklyn, we'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see you, man. We're ready for you. Ready to kick some booty. Shots, Knicks Anonymous fam. We love you guys. Let's go, Knicks. Yes, sir.